0: Let's go.
1: What's up, Freedom House? How's everybody doing? Man, awesome worship set. It's already been a great day, but you guys are in for a treat. We have a special guest with us, but I'm not actually going to call him a special guest. He's extended family, is what we got. All the way from Arizona, Pastor Luke Barnett come out here today. He wants to share something with you. He's the pastor of Dream City Church, and they are doing some phenomenal work for God. You guys may remember uh, a few months ago, Pastor Troy went out and helped out with a hike. Well. That's Pastor Luke Barnett's ministry that he's got going on out there, raising money to pull people out of polygamy, give them a fresh start with Jesus, and their ministry is just growing, it's doing phenomenal, and you guys get to be a part of that, because we help support that that move of God out there, actually is what it is, and uh, he's leading that for God, and just loves, God loves you guys, and he wanted to take some time out to come and talk to us. So get on your feet, let's give a warm welcome to Pastor Luke Barnett. Oh, come on, let's give Jesus a great
2: applause this morning for all he's done, all he's going to do. God bless you guys. You can be seated. Thank you for that awesome welcome. I just want to say welcome to all those who are watching online. So glad you're tuning in today. And uh, we love your pastors, Pastor Troy and Penny, so much. They are just world shakers. Wherever I go and mention Troy and Penny Maxwell, people have so much admiration and respect for their great leadership, what they're accomplishing, uh, obviously what God is doing, but using them to do great things here in the Charlotte area. And we're just so grateful to be their friends and, and call them our friends. And you have some amazing campus pastors here, Pastor Aaron and Stephanie. We just honor you guys today. And so fun to watch God raise you up to do wonderful, wonderful things. I want to thank Freedom House Church because you were one of the first churches to jump on board to help us Go to Colorado City, this little obscure town. If you go to Colorado City today, it looks like you've gone to Little House on the Prairie, a polygamous town built in the hills of, on the border of Arizona and Utah, where a whole community was built by a break-off of the Latter-day Saints, fundamentalist Latter-day Saints, and a whole town built on polygamy. Well, when Warren Jeffs, the leader of this cult, was put in federal prison a few years ago, He had 85 wives. His 65th wife, her name was Brielle. Brielle escaped that city, that compound. No one ever leaves that city. And she made it down to our Phoenix Dream Center. There she found the Lord. There she found new life. And she was awarded as one of his wives the 10-acre compound of Warren Jeffs. Well, she couldn't even pay the taxes on the place. They owed $400,000 in taxes. So she said, could you take this? Would you start a Dream Center up in Colorado City to rescue girls like me? So we took what the devil meant for evil, turned it around. Now we're using that place to bring young ladies out of human sex trafficking and out of polygamy. God's doing a great work. Well, that's what this adventure your life hike was all about. My daughter and I trained all year last year to go on an 800-mile hike from the border of Arizona, Utah, all the way down to the border of Mexico, Arizona. 118,000 feet of elevation gain in this hike. And our goal was to do it in 40 days, 20 miles a day for 40 days. We trained all summer long, 10 miles a day. And uh, we started September the 27th of last year. And uh, we made it all the way down from the border of Arizona, Utah, through the Grand Canyon, one day up out of the Grand Canyon the same day. And um, we're about 22 days into the hike. We're going through the Superstition Mountains. And my, my daughter, she's a just absolute beast. I had to follow her every single day. And, you know, I kept telling her, I'm 50 years old. When I was 20 years old, I would have buried you. <laughs> and she just kept leaving me every day, you know. But um, we were coming down a, a very steep part of the mountain, and uh, a part that required us to put our hands on rocks and kind of let our feet down. And she had her headphones on. She wasn't paying attention. She let her, let her feet down. They hit the ground below. And then when I put my hand on the boulder to let my feet down, the moment my feet hit the ground, this 8,000-pound boulder that my hand was on was start to slide. And was heading right for Anna Lee, and she, her back was turned, her headphones were on and it was going to kill her. I, I jumped in front and shoved her all the way thinking that I can get out of the way but it caught me in the backside and it rolled me down 20 feet, it broke my femur, it broke my hip, it broke three ribs, my forearm was snapped uh, into stitches and this all happened on October the 31st, just about 12 and a half weeks ago and here I am today by the grace of God standing here preaching the gospel, and it truly is a miracle. Thank God. Praise God for what he's done. So I'm in the hospital thinking, we got to finish this hike because people across America, churches across America, have committed a million dollars through sponsorships for us to finish this 800-mile hike. And so I told Anna Lee, I said, honey, you got to get out there the next day. you got to finish this thing. Well, Pastor Troy heard about that and said, "I'm not going to let Anna Lee do the first couple days by herself." He flew all the way across the nation and joined Anna Lee for two days on the Arizona Trail, and it about killed your pastor. I want you to know that. You know he's a big CrossFit guy. You know, bragging about CrossFit all the time, but uh, that trail wore him out, and I was glad to see it. Amen. <laughs> But uh, he helped my daughter to get through. And she actually finished the last 300 miles on her own. And we raised $2.4 million for Colorado City. All the buildings are debt-free up there. So I want to thank you, Freedom House Church. You guys were the catalyst to get this whole thing going. Even today, you still support us giving $1,000 a month to run the ministries up there to rescue people. So thank you so much for having a heart for hurting people. My dad always told me that if we'll reach people that nobody wants, God will give us people that everybody wants in the church. If you go after the hurting people, God will send you people to pay the bills, amen, and get the job done. So God bless you all. I love the title of your series called Redo. I love that title. It speaks to a do-over. It speaks to, if you're a golfer, taking a mulligan. It, It speaks to something new and fresh. I think sometimes when we come into a new year like 2021, we have a tendency to say, what's new out there? What's the latest and greatest out there? I don't want 2021 to be like 2020, so what's new? What's fresh? What's new on the horizon? We think something new is going to be the secret to our success. And our society is enamored with the word new. If it's shiny, if it's sparkly, we think that is the answer. A new iPhone comes out. The old one's not doing it for me anymore. I got to have the new. I'm okay with that. I'm an early adopter of these kinds of things. But, you know, I I didn't manage my time wisely in 2020 because I didn't have the right planner. But now I got the right planner. It's new. This year is going to be different. I wasn't healthy in 2020 because I didn't have the right juicer But now i got a new juicer, so I'm going to be healthy in 2021. I didn't manage my time right in 2020, but this year it's going to be different because now I found a new app on my iPhone. And this new app is going to change everything. See, we think the new, something new is going to fix the problem. Let me say it this way. We think we can buy our way to a breakthrough. We think the breakthrough that we need in our life, whether it be relational or physical or spiritual, vocational, educational, will will be the result of something new in our lives. It's almost like we believe that God is withholding something from us, and we can search really hard and find the missing link, find the key, you know, that crack the code, then we'll have a breakthrough in our lives. But, you know, that new thing is going to change everything in our lives, But I want to declare to you today that God is not withholding anything from you. God loves you. God is for you. God wants you to have a breakthrough year in 2021. And I just want to propose to you that the breakthrough that you're looking for is probably not going to come through something new. Maybe it's going to come through something that you already have. Maybe the power you're looking for, for the breakthrough in this new year, isn't going to come as a result of something new. Maybe it's going to come as a result of something you already possess But you've gotten used to it. You don't value it because our culture is so enamored with the new. I want to propose to you that God is not nearly as impressed with the word new as he is with the word consistent. That maybe what you really need to redo this season ahead of you is not something new. It's something that is consistent in your life. Now, I know some of you are thinking, I came to church to hear this today. I already know about the new. I already know about the consistent. I already know about the character issues. I know this is not the kind of thing that gets you on your feet today and shouting amen to the pastor. I'm just telling you, if you will allow this mindset to shift in you today, this could be the single greatest year of your life. The breakthrough does not come through new. It comes through something consistent. Now, this is what the nation of Israel learned when they faced one of their first Military battles under the leadership of Joshua. God does not give them some flashy, you know, sexy strategy. He gives them something consistent to do. Let me read it to you in Joshua chapter 5. It says, Now when Joshua was near Jericho, he looked up and saw a man standing in front of him with a drawn sword in his hand. Joshua went up to him and asked, Are you for us or for our enemies? Neither, he replied, but as the commander of the army of the Lord, I have now come. Then Joshua fell face down to the ground in reverence and asked him, What message does my Lord have for a servant? The commander of the Lord, uh, Lord's army replied, Take off your sandals, for the place where you are standing is on holy ground. And Joshua did so. So Joshua, this man of God, is getting ready to go into a battle. And he runs into the, an angel of the Lord holding a sword. And Joshua asked him, Are you for us? Or are you for them in this battle? Now, look, in 2021, you're going to have some battles just like Joshua had. Let's just make sure as we're battling in 2021 that we're on the Lord's side of the battle. See, a great prayer for you to pray in 2021 is, Lord, not my will be done, but Lord, let your will be done. I don't want to do my ideas and my plans in 2021. I want to do your plans. Because, friends, if you do your plans in 2021... There's no guarantee of God's success in your life. But if you will do God's plan for your life, he says, I will give you success wherever you go. So let's make sure we're on God's side. Let's read on the story, Joshua 6. Now the gates of Jericho were securely barred because of the Israelites. No one went out and no one came in. Then the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have delivered Jericho into your hands, along with its kings and its fighting men. March around the city once with all the armed men. Do this for six days. Catch that? Do the same consistency, six straight days. Then he says, March around the city seven times on the seventh day with the priest blowing the trumpets. When you hear them sound a long blast on the trumpets, have the whole army give a loud shout, then the wall of the city will collapse. And the army will go up everywhere, and everyone straight in it. Now, periodically, uh, you'll hear a pastor say, give the Lord a big shout. Have you heard this? Give the Lord a big shout. Why do they do that? Because there is power in your shout. There is power in the words that come out of your mouth. The Bible says the power of life and death are in your tongue. So you can speak negative words of death over your future. Or you can speak positive, life-giving words over your future. Because there's power in your shout. Now, I'm sure it seemed very odd to Joshua that in a, a moment a shout would cause the walls of Jericho to fall. But God wasn't looking at their shout as much as he was the faith it took to give the shout. And perhaps what God is looking to, uh, in, in, looking for in you today is for you to have the faith to proclaim something over your kids, to proclaim something over your finances, to proclaim something over your church. Come on, somebody. To proclaim something over your business, to give a shout over it, and the breakthrough will come. So God told them, I want you to march around these walls one time a day for six days. On the seventh day, march around the walls for seven times. Same thing. I want to propose to you that if you really want success in the year 2021, success is not going to come in the new. Success is going to come in the same. There's power in the same. Everybody say, same. same. There's power in the same, and there's a compounded power. When you do the right same things over and over and over again, there's a compounding power. Look at this picture for a moment. This is a picture of Devin Booker, shooting guard for the Phoenix Suns. This young guy is 24 years old. He has already hit more buzzer-beating three-point shot than 99% of the guys in the NBA will ever hit. You see, when the game is on the line and Devin Booker is charging down the court with a millisecond left on the clock, and he plants his foot and he goes up with perfect form and releases that ball and it flies to the air and drops to the net, that's just pure luck, right? Just pure luck. No way. That's not the first time he has shot a three-pointer. He has shot tens of thousands of shots from that same three-point line with that same form, with that same technique over and over and over again until his shoulders and forearms were absolutely worn out. No fanfare there in the gym, you know, no stadium full of people, but because he did the same thing over and over and over again when it was time for the money shot, he put the ball through the hoop. And that's why he makes... The big, the big money. He's at a whole new level. I'm saying maybe it's not in the new that you need. Maybe it's the same. Because there is a compounding power that's released in your life when you do the right same things over and over and over again. Now, look, it's not real exciting to put little a little savings every month. Now, it's exciting to walk up to your friends and say, hey, guys. How do you like my new kicks? That's cool, right? That's exciting. But it's not exciting. No one's posting on Instagram, how do you like my new savings? You know? You know? Hey, that's not real cool, right? No one's posting on Instagram, hey, guys, I crossed over a new savings goal this month. How do you like my new savings? You know? But I want to tell you, there's a compounding power when you put a little money aside week after week, month after month, year after year, and 10 years from the down, down the road, you wake up one day, there's a major financial breakthrough because of the compounding power of interest, you know? So new is exciting, but same is powerful. Now, obviously, there's also the wrong same, and these are things we need to let go of in this new year. First of all, there's stupid same. Come on, somebody. That's the same you keep doing over and over again, even though you know it's wrong, hoping for a different outcome. Look, if you bring into 2021 the same behavior that you had in 2020 and you expect 2021 to be amazingly different, that's stupid same. I'm not calling you stupid. I'm just saying that the behavior is stupid. Then there's stubborn same, right? I've been doing it this year this way for. 45 years, I'm not about to change. You can't teach an old dog new tricks. Well, if you have the right trainer, you can, you know. Yeah, right. And then they're scared same. oh, I know this relationship is poison in my life. I know this habit is poison. But if I walk away from this relationship, I might be alone. And that would be awful, so I don't want to leave it. See, some same will keep us stuck in the wrong same. Oh, but then there's good same. And that's the same that we do because God has spoken a word over our lives. Come on, somebody. And that's the same that will give us a breakthrough. The nation of Israel got a word from God. What was the word? March around the walls of Jericho one time a day for six days. On the seventh day, march around for seven times and the breakthrough will come. No matter how ridiculous that sounded, that was a word from God. And friends, when you get a word from God, that is the right same in your life. And it makes sense to do the same thing over and over and over until you get the breakthrough. Then God gives you a new same to follow for your next breakthrough. People ask me, Luke, what is God's will for this season in my life? As I'm redoing this season, what is God's will? His will is to keep doing the same thing he asks you to do until you get your breakthrough. But now. Here's a big problem with same. oftentimes when you're right in the middle of doing the same thing over and over and over again, well, you don't see any progress when you're in the middle of same. and so we say things like, I don't see any momentum in this relationship. I think I need to find someone new. I don't see any movement in this job, so I'm going to leave my job, leave this career that I spent years investing in and try to find something new. Uh, I don't see any results from this fad diet I'm on. I I tried the Atkins diet. That didn't work. I tried the South Beach diet. That was no good. Maybe it's the keto diet. I don't know. I I don't see any change in my body, so I need a new workout. I tried spin class. That didn't work. I tried boot camp. Oh, Peloton. That's what I need. I need Peloton. You know? No, the, the problem is I'm at the wrong gym. L.A. Fitness didn't do it for me. Orange Theory, well, that didn't work for me. Gold's gym. No, what I need is Planet Fitness. Because at Planet Fitness, they won't shame me. All we do is sit around and eat Tootsie Rolls all day, you know. You know I'm, I'm, I'm a member of Planet Fitness. I love Tootsie Rolls, okay. so My point is we keep moving and changing. Because so many times in the middle of the redundancy of doing the same, we don't see the results right away. We don't see the results in doing the same thing. I imagine the nation of Israel marching around the walls of Jericho. It's the third day. Someone says, hey, guys, anybody see anything? Anybody see any rocks falling down yet? Nope. No rocks. Anybody feel any trembling? No trembling. Imagine Joshua trying to lead these guys. Okay, this is day five, this is going to be awesome, we're going to get up and walk around the city walls of Jericho one more time, and it's going to be great, there's been no rocks falling, no trembling, you know, no progress, but we're going to do it again, this is going to be awesome. It's interesting that that God told them, don't speak a word to each other as you're marching around the walls, no talking at all, because God knew it only took one negative bird to say something negative, and it would stop them prematurely, maybe on day five, before the breakthrough, before the walls came down. Because in the middle of doing the same, sometimes it's hard to see the results. So like when when you're a family, you say, we're going to commit to having X amount of family dinner nights around the table. But if you're like the Barnett family, my my kids, both of my daughters now are Married now the house, and um, but when we were raising them, we said we're going to have dinner every night as a family. And so many times after dinner, Angel and I would look at our, look at each other and say, "What was that? That was awful." One kid got grounded. One kid got sent to their room. Someone wanted to backhand another kid, and it wasn't me. You know, uh, my wife's not here. I can say that. You know, we're like, what are we doing in the middle of the same thing over and over again? Is this doing any good? Are we making any progress? This week, you're all going to start a seven-day fast, praying and fasting here at Freedom House. So you're going to say, God, I'm in this season in my life where I really need to hear your voice. And you said, if I seek you, I'll find you. If I pour my heart to you, you will answer me. So day one today, you're doing good. Day two, you're doing good. You're showing up. You're praying. You're marching. You're fasting. Day three, day four. But you get to day six. You're like, God, where are you? I'm doing all that I can. I'm reading my Bible. I'm, I'm praying. I'm, I'm fasting, but the walls aren't coming down. I don't see any rocks falling down. I don't feel any trembling in my life. And God says, you just keep doing the same. You don't need the new. You just keep doing the same thing over and over and over and over. And over time, faithfulness will produce fruitfulness if you keep doing the same. Maybe some of us are just always looking for the new, always looking for the quick fix. And God is saying, no, what you need is same. What you need is consistency. It's just doing the same thing over and over and over again. And it's often not until hindsight that we look back and say, God was in the same. God was actually moving in the middle of the same. We get removed from it and we say, man, I'm so glad I didn't quit. Because God was moving the whole time. I just couldn't see it. But even when I can't see it, He's working. Even when I can't feel it, He's working. He never stops. He never stops working. I just couldn't see it in the middle of the same. But He was working the whole time. Let me just say it this way as we begin to wrap this up Your potential in 2021 is in your patterns, it's in your habits. Think of your patterns and your habits right now. That's your potential in 2021. God gave them a pattern to follow. He said, march around the walls of Jericho one time a day for six days. On the seventh day, march around seven times. He gave them a pattern to follow. Whatever you want for your tomorrow, you are creating it right now today by your patterns. And no matter how much faith you have, good faith can't overcome Bad patterns. Good prayer can't overcome bad patterns. I've been trying to work out again. I'm hiking six miles again, trying to get back on my feet the last few weeks here. I've, you know, I was 160 pounds when I got off the trail, and um, I'm 183 now because while I was recovering, all these grandmas in the church brought me pecan pie and <laughs> pumpkin pie and chicken fried steak. Hallelujah. Let's go to Cracker Barrel right now. It sounds good, you know. <laughs> But uh, so I put all this weight on. So I've been working out the last couple weeks again, and I was talking to a trainer. I said, I can't drop the weight. And he said, well, tell me about your diet. And I told him about my diet. He said, Luke, he said, you can't outrun a bad diet. You can't out-hike a bad diet. No matter how much you run, no matter how much you hike, you are not going to be able to outrun a bad diet. And friends, you can't out-pray bad patterns. You can't. Well, God, please give me a financial breakthrough in my life. Even though I'm not going to tithe, I'm not going to sit aside 10%. I'm going to keep spending money that I don't have. I'm not going to save any money. God's like, no, change your patterns. That's good preaching, Luke. Amen. That's a good word. God, give me a breakthrough in my marriage. I'm not going to forgive her. No, she's going to come to me. I'm not going to go to her. God's like, no, change your pattern. God, I want to know your purpose and your will for my life. I just want to know. I want intimacy with you. I want you to use me. I'm not going to serve in the church. I'm not going to go through growth track here. I'm not going to go out and make a difference in somebody else's life. But I want you to use me, God. God's like, no, change your pattern. We want sometimes, I think, God to sprinkle fairy dust on us and magically make things go away without changing our pattern. But your potential this year is wrapped up in your patterns. So is mine. You know, I, I love this commercial on television, uh, an insurance commercial. It shows Pinocchio giving a motivational talk, you know. You seen this? <laughs> You're all going to do great things in the world. Boop. You got great potential in 2021. Boop. You know, just, he's just hyping them. And I could stand here today and say, your future is really bright, and God's going to do amazing things in your life this year, and your breakthrough is on the way. And the truth is, I just don't know. If you show me your patterns, I could tell you. And I might tell you, you're running your life into a ditch. Or I might tell you that God's got a great future for you, he's got a great destiny in you, and your breakthrough is on the way, because your potential is wrapped up in your pattern. Come on, somebody. That's just the truth. Breakthrough, breakthrough is not found in a moment. It's found in moments. It's those little things that we do in the moments of life over and over and over. And then one day it's like, bam, breakthrough. There it is right there. There's no such thing as an overnight success. Not in any area of life. Success happens because we do the, the right things over and over and over. And then all of a sudden, one day, people see the fruit of our labor. And they say, wow, breakthrough. Look at what God is doing for Tom. Look at how God is blessing Jill. And yes, God did it, but, it did it because, but he did it because the person was persistent in doing the little things right over and over and over again. Your potential is in your pattern. So God gives us patterns, like Matthew 6, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and then all these things will be added unto you. What's the pattern? You've got to seek God first in every area of your life. If you do that, he'll give you all the other things you're looking for in life. That's a pattern. Or how about this one? If you forgive others of their offenses, your heavenly Father will forgive you. That's a pattern. Or how about give? And it will be given back to you, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. God's going to bless your life. But you give first, and then you get. That's a pattern. Or how about do unto others what you would have them do unto you. What you will make happen for other people out there, God will make happen for you. That's a pattern. But here's a problem with patterns. We think that the patterns should, should happen on our timeline. And so we give up on the pattern too soon because we feel the pattern didn't produce the promise in our timeline. Well, Pastor, look, I I tried tithing last year. I took a tithing challenge and nothing happened. How long did you tithe? Four weeks. Four straight weeks. Well, well, could it be that you were on the brink of a breakthrough? You gave up on the fifth time around the city when the walls were coming down on day seven. You just gave up on the pattern too soon. I'll say it again, your breakthrough in 2021 is not in the new. It's in the same. In every area of your life, in your marriage, it's doing the same. Consistency. It's in raising your kids, having them here at the youth group, getting them involved. It's the same. Your financial future, being faithful to God, being a good steward of your finances, it's in the same. The vision for your life, it's in the same. It's doing the right things over and over and over again, i close with this story. This past December, after my big accident, it was kind of a sentimental time for me. I was walking around our, our central campus, our Phoenix campus, and just thanking God for all he has done. I became the pastor in 2013, followed my dad, who was an icon of the ministry, Pastor Tommy Barnett. I was just a kind of a young kid. I called myself a kid. I guess I wasn't a kid. I was 46 years old. <laughs> but I was young at heart. But I really didn't have a dream and a future for our church. And so during that time, I went into a time of prayer and fasting and journaling my prayer. And I thought, I'm going to go back to my office and see if I still had that 2013 prayer journal. So I went back to my office, and sure enough, I had kept it in my file. And I opened it up, and I began to read what I wrote in January of 2013. I was writing some goals for the year. This is what I wrote down. Pray on the mountain every day for God's vision. There's a mountain behind our church. I'd climb up it, look over the city, pray. Number two, read God's word every single day in 2013. See, God's will for your life is in God's word, amen? You wanna know what God's will is for your future? It's in God's word, you gotta read it. Number three, family night. Every Monday, family night. Have dinner with our kids. Go see a movie. Spend time. I don't want to win the whole world and lose my kids. Family night. Number four, talk to our Phoenix Dream Center director, Brian Steele, about a sex trafficking relief ministry. I just read in the paper of Phoenix that Phoenix was the capital for human sex trafficking because it's near the border and there's a big story in our our city. I want to do something about that. So here I am just a few weeks ago, walking around our campus, looking at all that God had done from 2013 to 2021. When I I became pastor in 2013, we had the one big campus. Now we have eight campuses in Arizona in just seven years. God, God did all that. It was amazing. Read God's word every single day. Still doing that. Nothing new, nothing shiny. Nothing sparkly, just the same. Family night. Now both of my daughters are married, and they're the other house. Which is now Angel and I in the house. Hey, hey, hey! You know, <laughs> awful Bill Cosby impersonation. Sorry, but uh, just same thing. Just loving my wife, loving my family, same. Today, God has blessed the the human sex trafficking vision because now we are the the largest human sex trafficking relief organization in America today and just reaching hundreds and hundreds of young ladies. And sadly, and sadly now, a lot of young men are being rescued from human sex trafficking as well. And I thought, you know, God, all that you've done in the past seven years, you've largely done through my life by just doing the same. Nothing new, nothing shiny, just doing the same Write things over and over. I'm just trying to tell you, there's power in the same. And your potential is in your pattern. Somebody's asking this as we close. What are your current patterns leading you to? What are your current patterns predicting about your future? Can you look at your patterns right now and say, yeah, my patterns are leading me to the destination that I desire. Well, look, I just want intimacy with God. Do you have a, a pattern of faithfulness to the house of God? Because that is a pattern that will lead you to that destination. Do you have a pattern of prayer in your life? A time where you meet with God every day? Because that is a pattern that will lead you to intimacy with God. Do you have a pattern of opening God's word every day and letting him speak to you? Speak into your life. Because that is a pattern that will lead you to intimacy with God. Do you have a pattern of serving other people in the church? Do you know your place to serve in the church? That will lead you to intimacy with God. Do you have a pattern of generosity, not just tithing and and offering, but just being a big spirit, a big hearted big visionary person that wants to bless the world around you? Because your, your potential is wrapped up in your patterns. Here's my challenge to Freedom House. Would you give one year of your life, one full year of your life, and get locked into some patterns here at the church? And I promise you, if you will do this, it'll change your life. At the end of the year, if you say, I I did what you asked, Luke, and nothing changed my life, then go do your own thing. But I'm going to ask you to go all in for one year and establish the pattern of being here every weekend. Nothing else gets in the way. Not legalistic, but Jesus wasn't legalistic. And the Bible says it was his custom to go to the temple every week. That was Jesus. If it wasn't too good for Jesus, it's not too good for us. Okay? Get involved in a a, a life group here. That's a pattern. Meet some good, life-giving people, not perfect people, but people who love Jesus and they're bent toward God. You know, get in the growth track here at the church. Learn about how you can serve and make a difference. Become a tither. Be, be, Be part of God's financial kingdom here. These are patterns. That will change your life. And here's what's gonna to happen to you. If you will do this, if you get locked in some of these patterns, it's not gonna take 12 months for your life to change. You're gonna come up to Troy or Penny or your campus pastors and in about two months. You're gonna say, I did what Luke asked us to do, and my life is dramatically changed. Because, friends, I'm just telling you, your futures and your patterns, your potentials and your patterns. All right? Let's all stand to our feet for one last thought here. How many are glad you came to church this morning? Amen. Last last little thought as we close. Not only is there power in your sameness, there's also power in God's sameness. Because the Bible says he's the same yesterday, today, and forever, and there is power in his sameness. Joshua said, we're going to march around the walls six times for six days. On the seventh day, seven times. And the walls are going to fall down. That took faith. That sameness that God's calling you to right now, it took faith for Joshua to practice that same sameness. But he did it. You know why? Because Joshua was there when Moses took out his staff, struck the ground, and the waters of the Red Sea parted. And he saw the power of God in that day. And he said the same God that part of the Red Sea has the power to to make the walls of Jericho to fall down. It's the same power. So I want to say to you today, it makes sense to do what God is asking you to do because the same God that caused the walls of Jericho to fall down, the same God that parted the the Red Sea, the same God that has the power to bring prodigal sons and daughters back home once again, that same God is calling you to some sameness in your life. And when your sameness meets His sameness, that's when the breakthrough comes. That's when the miracle comes. That's when the healing comes. Because he is the same. Can somebody say amen? The power of your future is in, not in something new. It's in the same. Your potential is in your pattern. So Father, I pray today that every person in this place would just do an evaluation. And they would begin to ask themselves, are my patterns producing the future that I truly desire? And if you're not satisfied by your patterns today, just be honest about that. Just confess that to God and say, God, help me. I can't establish new patterns on my own. I'm going to need your help. But I am deciding in my heart today, in my spirit, the best I can, I'm going to establish some brand new patterns. And as I step up in faith, you're going to meet me along the way and give me the power to sustain my decision today. Perhaps you're here today and you say, look, I'm just, I'm just far from God. I, I'm understanding that the life I'm living right now, the patterns that I'm living in are not producing the kind of life that I always hoped I could live. And today I just want to confess my sin to God. I want to ask him to forgive me, to empower me, to live the kind of life that will produce a great future for me. I just need God in my life. I need him badly. And I just want to formally invite him into my life today. I want to become born again, born of God's spirit. friend. I don't know how anyone can make it in life when they don't have God's spirit born inside of them. And he's more than willing, and he desires to do that spiritual work in you today. If you would just open your heart real wide and say, God, come on in. So right now, every head is bowed, every eye is closed you say, Luke, I want to invite Jesus Christ into my life to be the leader of my life. To lead me down a path that I really want to go in life. I want my life to count. I want my life to matter. I want to ask Jesus to be the the leader of my life today. Would you just raise your hand? Put it up and down. I want to pray for you. Yeah, I see the hand. Thank God. How many others? Yeah, I see lots of hands here today. Thank God. Thank God. so many. You can put your hands down. God sees your hand. He knows your heart. But he said in his word it's not enough to pray it's not enough to believe we must confess with our mouth and believe with our heart that Jesus died for us and rose again so all across this place I want you to join the rest of us in just saying these words right from our heart to God just say Heavenly Father today I give you my life you said in the Bible that if I were to ask you you would forgive me And I believe it's true. So I ask you today, be the leader of my life. I turn my back on my old way of living. The old is dead. The new has come. And I'm going to follow you. Thank you for hearing my prayer. Thank you for making me born again. I am yours.
0: And you are mine. In Jesus' name. For tuning in, if you enjoyed this message, we encourage you to spread the word. Share with your friends and family on social media, and make sure you subscribe to hear a new message every week. Really love the message? Well, we want to hear from you. Make sure to leave us a review below. Want more Freedom House content? Follow us on Instagram at freedomhouse and subscribe to Freedom House Church on YouTube. We hope you are equipped to experience all that God has for you this week, and we'll see you for our next Freedom House Church weekend message.